2: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
1: all at the winning edge everybody else calls it unfair hate the game not the player dude this is the SportsGrid radio network And now, back to Moneyline with Kevin Walsh and Donnie Rightside.
3: Hour number two of Moneyline. Donnie Rightside here with Kevin Walsh, series XM channel. 159 setting you up for the weekend. I know a lot of people out there driving around, starting to get on, Say, hey, man, I feel that weekend's coming on here. Give us a phone call, 844-843-6879, because we are opening the phone lines now. And the moose is loose out here on a Friday afternoon on the grid. What do we got, moose? Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen,
4: K-Dubbs and D-R-S, a.k.a. the happy boy. How are you guys doing?
3: <laughs> Look at that. You see that, K? That's catching on out there. Be happy oh, boys wow. out there. I like that, moose. The happy boy. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yes,
4: sir. Yeah, just uh, stopped at a road on the cob uh, stand and it do me some fresh corn. And uh, I got the chicken and buttermilk. And I see where the Browns signed Josh Rosen.
3: Does mm. that fire you up there, into it?
4: I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you who does fire me up. is You're going to want to watch his kid on the Browns. His name is uh, Perrion Winfrey. W-I-N-F-R-E-Y. Uh, he was a JUCO... And um uh he was at Juco, then uh he he's out of I believe Oklahoma. But he was an absolute wow, beast down there.
5: Didn't yep. The game Yep, Perry on win free. what's his matter Ray? Yeah, I can't wait. So but uh
4: they, they just um I'm gonna be uh gonna be very interested to see how how his play comes out and um other than that, since Todd, I'm going to
3: the casino to get some lunch, and uh, that's it. So, by the way, Moose, you I, guys have a I, great I need weekend. Some background. Yeah. Hold on, Moose. I need some background information. Your your best guess here. When are we hearing about the news for Deshaun Watson? Give me your guess. Couple days next week, today? When is it coming out?
4: You know what? Um, read the newspaper. This may be out later today.
3: Mm, but, that's what I want. Give, how about another thirty uh, minutes?
4: You know, it, yeah. I tell you what, it'd be great. Nate, hey, I have to say one more thing, if that's okay. Go ahead. I want to. I want to give a big shout out to you. man. Every time I call, you know, just just professional. whole. Mm. I listen to you guys every day. Every day, we we love it. That,
3: man. Love it. There you go. Have a good weekend out there, Moose. And we'll I'm hoping, K Dub. Like I'm hoping, 40. Like what do we have? 55 minutes left here. Drop that down, and don't don't drop that down at two at uh you know 2:52 Eastern. Drop that down right about now. Let the phone calls just like simmer in, you know one game suspension, 11 game suspension. I'm gonna ask you right now on that one, K Dub here. Over under six and a half. Where are we going? Over. Yeah, me too. Over. It's gotta be. be. It's gotta be. It's a good number. Lawsuits man. are gonna be filed. It is a good number. I think it fits that where if it I don't know, what could it come in at? Boy, have we been more left in the dark in anything in our life where you can usually read between the lines of what is about to happen. And I could honestly see one full year, yeah, it makes sense. Six games, yeah, that makes sense. Eight games, Yeah, it makes sense. Like what it's it's kinda wild here the way it's playing out at this point. Yeah, the the one thing about
5: about this is, and why it's all so bizarre, as I as I try to remind people, is this did not happen over this off season, all right? This guy sat out an entire year of football, completely healthy, was paid to do so because he requested a trade. All his stuff was such a mess, and the Texans wanted a tank. So they said, you know what? We're not dealing with this right now. We'll figure it out next year. And the whole league sat idle somehow. Like all these teams, Donnie, that were in the Watson sweepstakes, right? Pretty incredible mm-hmm. to think about. Didn't try and push the, the envelope during uh, last offseason, really, when you think about it, right? The Atlanta Falcons, Matt Ryan was in the building. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. The Browns, they were still, you know, believing in Baker. They were coming off of a, a playoff performance with a win, so okay, mm-hmm. fine. But like, what about a New Orleans Saints that we had heard about? You know, we know they were deep in the mix there. Like, I wonder where we sit had somebody just pushed the issue to trade for this guy last go-around, and we didn't already have a year of him just sitting out idle.
3: Yes, and if you remember, probably the team more talked about than any other team in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, the Philadelphia Eagles, who were hunting around yeah. seeing if there's any way possible they can make that happen. Now, if you would have told me right now, the Eagles made that move, still made all the other moves around and had Deshaun Watson, I don't necessarily know if I – forget about the off-season stuff because, or, or what he did or perceived to have done. If you look at like an Eagles season where your quarterback's going to be down like 10 games – be awful feeling like if you're the Browns fans like you're, you're like wow we got like a real quarterback in town of what the perceived notion would be You can't even get excited you don't even know if you're gonna even have this quarterback like at all forget about this year like at all Boy, what an interesting spot the Cleveland Browns ownership group you know put that entire fan base basically in peril because I guess your only hope is, hey, four games, six games, and rescue this season? Is it a throwaway season for the Cleveland Browns? Sort of feels that way, and that's a talented, talented football team. A lot of stuff to get to here in our number two, including Major League Baseball, a full slate. And trust me, it is hot on the East Coast. And will that play a factor in balls leaving the yard? Come on back with us. It's Moneyline
2: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
6: welding instructor alex declare knows firsthand how vr training platforms like forge fx can help meet the demand for skilled workers anywhere you go look there's going to be a shortage of welders
1: <laughs> That's definitely not a problem, uh, Reese. You did it. You stumped this charming devil.
3: Ruffling feathers and taking names, right here on Moneyline on a Friday afternoon on the grid, Sirius XM channel one fifty nine. Where we go here, we talk a little Major League Baseball at this point because we do have a very good slate of games. But I have to tell you, I sent a tweet out yesterday. And just to let you know how my day went, wasn't very good. It was 0 for 3 on my common bets. One, I had a lead, which I never should have won anyway. It was the Giants and the Dodgers plus money. And as I woke up, there was a legitimate chance that the, that the Giants should have won that game and didn't. Hurt my feelings a little bit. But the two unders I took yesterday with bad baseball teams that were cruising all the way through, which I just need like an out here or two in the eighth and ninth innings, which I could not get. But as I look at this card today, and it's sort of setting me back, K-Dub, because if you look, and here's what it's setting me back on. The first game on the card is St. Louis, Cincinnati. Wainwright Nashcraft, Hot weather. Ten-and-a-halves at some place here, Kevin. Ten-and-a-half in Cincinnati, which it looks like we're, we're ready to just blow up and score runs and see what happens. But look at the rest of this card, the eights, the sevens, seven-and-a-halves, seven, you know, eight-and-a-half, seven-and-a-half, eight, seven eight-and-a-half. Eight Way more prevailing than the nine, nine-and-a-halves and tens that we generally see. And also talking about on the East Coast here, extremely hot conditions. It actually took me a while to talk myself off of a couple unders today, because I do think that's where they're trending. And you're not getting any bargains here, but there's a few games that I did take. The, the one that I do think makes actually the most sense, I bought the alternate line. It's a first five under, and that's between the Angels and the Braves. Now, if we look at the pitching matchup, it's obviously slanted in Otani's favor. He's been outrageous over the past 30 to 45 days. He's a dog today at a plus-125 price versus Morton. And it's not to say, you said, well, how is that even possible? Otani is so dominant, but Atlanta does have the better lineup. But at the same time, that Angels lineup is so terrible that Morton could just be like your average pitcher tonight and just wheel and deal and go six innings give up one earned run. So I went first five under four at a minus-130, with the process being it takes five runs over the first five to beat me. Now granted if you Darvish goes or you Darvish if um, Shohei Ohtani goes out and really struggles today you just deal with it here but I can't imagine the Angels coming out and just popping like four across the board over the first five innings with that lineup I really can't
5: No I I mean it makes a lot of sense and Ohtani's earned so much respect now as a starter not that he was ever a guy you faded but, again, we view him at the moment, Novelty, Don. right? Yeah. Novelty. Good like, pitcher. Let's see forget what Forget the hitter. Like, yeah, like, he right now is a top five pitcher in baseball. Like, like over the past month of baseball, right? Yeah. This guy's one been one of the five best doing it. And, I, and, you know, that's kind of one of the things, like, I you know, like, Ben kind of brought me. Like, oh, like you said, or even when I talked to you, like, oh, you, you know, you said it was Judge, you know, oh, you're ready to admit it's Otani. Of course. He's all of a sudden now in the Cy Young race. Like I'm not, cra- like, you're gonna be like I'm not crazy, and that's the reality. When you line up these Otani, you know, numbers and games, it, they are almost a completely different baseball team when he is on the mound. Like they are booked. Entire. I know every team is booked differently depending on who's on the mound, but the the gap between everyday Angels baseball and then when Otani is out there, is as big as baseball probably has to offer right now.
3: Yes, and, and I'm going to bring this second part of the equation into it, which isn't necessarily a game. Obviously, we just talked about the Angels and the Braves, which it's just interesting where a pitcher that you can't touch is at a plus 125 today because of how Bad that Angels lineup is, which we've talked about many times. What's going to happen here with Otani? What's going to happen with Trout? Because that team stinks, and it really does stink. Trout's not in the lineup today because he is injured. It seems like, once again, is Trout injury prone at this point? Is that just what we're yes. ready to say? Like, we don't know if Trout's going to get back on the field? It's kind of crazy because mm-hmm. he seems so big, so strong, and so durable, which he was for a large majority of his career. But it just seems like he's missing way more time on these, like, softer injuries than, per se, just like a broken ankle or a broken hand. The reason I want to bring this up, AL MVP, Shohei Otani plus 100, Aaron Judge plus 155. The gap has widened mm-hmm. since yesterday. And the funny thing about this is I didn't take a look at those odds on purpose for a while because I just wanted to, like, almost let it marinate. Go, okay, what happened yesterday? The Yankees lost two games. The Angels did not play. Aaron Judge also hit a three-run home run yesterday. So the thought process in my head was like, okay, he's going to hold serve. Because the only thing that you're really looking at from Judge's perspective is, what's that home run total going to be? 45, 50, 55, or 60? He did his job with the home run. But the Yankees lost both of those games. And if you remember, we're talking about like that extra credit type stuff which you get from Aaron Judge, which mm-hmm. means the best team in baseball, maybe having a chance to break the all-time wins record and be the number one overall seed. It looks like – not saying voters because voters aren't putting – I'm talking people that are betting here. Went against Judge yesterday, even though he did have three more RBI just on that one swing, a home run. Yeah, they lost. But that's what, 25 cents he lost yesterday? Yeah, and I, I would have to say it has to
5: do with that, right? With this Astro stuff, right? Like, but this is kind of where I am really struggling with this race. Because if those two losses yesterday are the primary reason why he lost his juice, then that is almost admitting that the Yankees' success matters. And if it matters then I feel like Judge should have the edge. You get my point? Like, If you are going to factor in team success, then Mm -hmm. as unbelievable as Otani is, the way things operate in all other sports, he's not the MVP. Now, baseball is different, and I'm okay with that. The point I'm simply making, if you're dropping Judge numbers because the Yankees had a sloppy day, where they dropped a pair of games, then you are telling me team success matters. Unless it's a situation, and we've kind of alluded to this, where team success success matters for judge only because it is the only thing he could possibly do to match the historic uniqueness of Otani.
3: Yes, and it'll be interesting to see because now you start to see the daily movement. Now, I didn't think we'd get much daily movement out of a game where one guy didn't play or pitch, the other guy hit a home run, and it went in a negative direction towards Aaron Judge. But tonight is a big moment, and it feels like every single start out of Shohei Otani from here to the end of the season is going to be a money mover. If Otani goes out in Atlanta and wins this game 2-1, to one, he's going minus. He's he's going minus by tomorrow morning, a minus 110. I can almost guarantee that at this point. But if he goes out, and I'm not talking about two and a third, six earned, they get shelled, they lose it. Uh, Let's uh, let's talk about six innings, three earned runs. A normal start, right, for a pitcher.
5: I I hate to derail what you're saying, but I actually would like to talk about the other side of it, Donnie. Because – And I'll admit this a little bit. I've been waiting on it because I would like for Judge to win the MVP, but I'm not going to give you, obviously, the bias analysis. But what happens if he gets rocked? Because Judge can go 0 for 4 at the plate. That is not headline news. But Otani, as you just said, 2 and a 3rd, 2 Ks, and could not do anything with this Braves lineup.
3: Does Judge jump right back in front of him? Can he move 55 cents in one day? It's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, And let's just say, Aaron, like, again, this isn't also a combination, right? Uh, Otani stunk 0 for 4 at the plate, got rocked, leaves with shoulder soreness, and Judge went 3 for 4, 3 bombs tonight in Baltimore, right? We're just talking normal game for Aaron Judge. 1 for 3, a walk, a double in the gap, an RBI. And Otani gets rocked. He can't, there can't be that much volatility, can there? We're not in the last week of voting. Like, we have a whole summer to go. And a 55-cent swing on one game, non-injury, just had a bad performance. Man, that would be amazing. I mean, it really would be amazing if that actually ends up. Oh, yeah. it's cr- oh,
5: but That pitching is the main thing for him right now. It's probably the big shift.
3: And why is Goldie a $5 favorite over Freddie Freeman at this point? What is going on in the MVP awards? We'll talk about that. Let's go. Get on back here.
2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
3: K-Dub and DRS bringing the heat here on the grid. Sirius XM channel 159. MVP awards here in Major League Baseball. We'll get to some of these games in just a little bit. But it is like a two-man race, as we like to put it, with Otani and Judge coming down the stretch. And talk about a long stretch here because we're only in the month of July. There's a lot of baseball to be played, roughly over two and a half months to go here. Now, the NL MVP it really has me intrigued. We talked about it the other day, and I said, you know what? Mookie Betts 10-1, to which I believe he was at. Hits that big home run last night, first game out of the gate. He moves to a plus 850. But it just seems like Paul Goldschmidt has this thing wrapped up, and I just don't want to believe that that's true. Like, I want to believe that the Freddie Freemans, the Manny Machados, the Pete Alonso's, and the Mookie Betts still do have a legitimate chance. But mm-hmm. I also am stunned that it's plus 105 for Goldschmidt the next closest contender, if you will, Freddie Freeman at s- yeah. plus 650. It doesn't seem – the gap doesn't seem right. But but why? Why? Because statistically, I think it is. It's, but to if, me, on the face, it is. I hear what you're saying. But when I look at, like, star power, right, and I say to myself, all right, if you're talking about the National League this year, Goldschmidt is a great baseball player. I'm not knocking Goldschmidt. I'm just knocking the prices uh-huh. out here. Like it doesn't feel to me like he should be that far and away because the story of the National League is not like, wow, Paul Goldschmidt is doing something historic. He's being priced in July like it's a done deal and he's doing something historic. I don't.
5: They're not even a great baseball agree. team.
3: Yeah, but Donnie, that
5: doesn't matter. Like, I feel like, and I'm not, I feel like every year we have to have this adjustment and reminder that it doesn't matter. Donnie, we just finished talking about an awful baseball team in the Los Angeles Angels and Otani looking to go back to back in the MVP market. It doesn't matter, Donnie. Your guy Bryce won it last year. He didn't make the playoffs. It's just what it is. And what did like? Didn't like Tatis finish second or something? Or maybe that was a, a year prior or something like that. You know what I mean, though. Like, that's 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 not how the MVP works. It doesn't matter who the story of the season is, right? Like, like Donnie. No one's even considering RBI Major League Baseball leader Pete Alonso on the revitalized New York Mets, right? Like, if this was the NBA, to some degree. I agree. Like, Goldschmidt wouldn't be your favorite and certainly wouldn't be with that gap. But the way baseball, there's like, all right, who's the best hitter in, in the National League right now? Goldie. Leads the National League on average. All, the home runs and, and RBI numbers are not far behind. And then all your advanced numbers and OPSs shine favorably on him. And, and, and that's how you get the Goldschmidt number.
3: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I understand it. But I just, when I look at the names and I say to myself... This isn't registering at this one point. Now, granted, you still have a long way to go and there's a lot of good baseball players after and we'll see how some of these creep up. I don't know if there's any real long shots, like with the one soda like forty to one, because you do fall off once you get past, you know, Austin Riley at that twenty to one, Arenado's thirty to one, Soto forty to one, Schwarber forty five to one. It's not a lot of juice in that market for me, but how about Sandy Alcantara, hundred to one, to be the National League MVP? Now why is he so far back? And Shohei Ohtani's up there, Whoa. well, because Ohtani can hit. How about that?
5: But I see. I, you know, I don't know if people remember, but DeGrom, the year that you and I said he didn't need to pitch again to win Cy Young, and then ended up yeah. finding out that wasn't true, yes. was the MVP favorite. Yes. When he went down, so I. What did you say the number on Sandy was?
3: to to win the National League MVP. Okay.
5: See, and this is where we kind of get into the same scenario that you and I end up in, I don't know, once a month. Baseball's really dumb. Like, would you agree with me, Don, in the most important statistic in the MVP race is wins above replacement? Would you agree with that?
3: I guess. Like, it's almost funny. Like, I I bet into analytical numbers all the time in uh, day-to-day baseball. But it's almost like I turn my nose up at analytical numbers when it comes down to, like, MVP races. Like the, and it, it's, it used to struck me back. And the reason why I bring this up was the Triple Crown year for Miguel Cabrera, when most mm-hmm. analytical guys you were know, are like, he's not even, like, the fifth best player in baseball. Well, hold on. He's doing something like nobody's done in like 40 or 50 years. Like that's an MVP right there. Now you don't understand. F-war, war. war. Trout crushes him, and he should be the MVP. Now, granted, Cabrera won it that year, and I agreed with it, Mm -hmm. but there is like a divide on – it's fun. And, again, as I say, I'm not an analytics – no, I love analytics. I use them all day long when I bet Major League Baseball, but I sort of downgrade them in the MVP market, which is kind of lunacy, but it's just the way I look at it. So I understand, though, what you're saying, because I, I think there are people who
5: feel that way. But I do think it is, if you had to, I mean, the answer is that there's a lot of things that factor in. But if you had to say, hey, what is probably the most important statistic on a, on a year-to-year basis, it's probably wins above replacement. Yes. Yeah. Sandy Alcantara leads baseball, not just the National League, the whole sport, in wins above replacement. And... We do this very interesting thing where we go, well, he plays every five days. Sure he does, but pitching like, means so much more than your four at-bats that I actually can play once a week and matter more than you who are going to play all five days. Like, That's how important pitching is. Like, You we all agree like Donnie, what's the most impactful position in baseball, a pitcher, what's Mm -hmm. the most impactful position in football, a quarterback, quarterbacks win the MVP every single year. And we've done this thing where we go, well, the Cy Young is for the pitchers and the MVP is for the hitters. Except not always, and sometimes we actually think pitcher maybe makes sense, but it's completely random because if it wasn't completely random, Sandy Alcantara might actually have the second or third best odds and instead is booked at
3: one next to what, Ranger Suarez
5: on a throwaway number? What is he doing
3: at 101? Yeah, it is kind of wild because let's just say he keeps that gas lit for the rest of the year. That's going to slowly drop down, and you're right. We're not talking about Aaron Judge and Shoya Otani, who Alcantara has to go up against. He's going up against Paul Goldschmidt. That's the leader. He can't get up around Paul Goldschmidt, surpass Mookie Betts. Now, again, he does play in a market that doesn't care all that much about baseball, apparently, and they're not going to factor into the rest of the season here in the playoff race because they're sinking like a rock. So get ready for some massive retweets coming out in about maybe, yeah, let's go look at another three, four weeks where I get after Marlin's Twitter and their four fans and say, I told you so with this franchise, even though I was told last year, you look at all the talent they got K Dub you wait next year. They're going to do this and that the Marlins are the Marlins. They are a horrendously run organization and I'll have my revenge once again at the end of the year. Now, If we're looking at today's Major League Baseball card, as I'm just scanning over some of the games, not necessarily for how the pitchers and the lineups match up against each other, but I see games like this. The Tampa Bay Rays and the Kansas City Royals, 8 o'clock to this evening at Kauffman Stadium, which is in Kansas City. First pitch, 97 degrees with 10 mile an hour winds blowing out. And the reason why I started with that game, because it goes all the way through the Mets, 88 degrees, 10-mile-an-hour winds blowing out. Toronto and Boston in Fenway, 94 degrees, 10-mile-an-hour winds blowing dead out. The Philadelphia Phillies game, Kevin, which I will be at tonight, 93 degrees at first pitch, wind blowing out to right, 10 miles an hour. Baltimore Orioles, New York Yankees, 92 at first pitch, 8-mile-an-hour winds blowing dead out. Cincinnati, early start, 91 degrees, wind blowing out to left. And it's not a great card for actually hitter-pitcher matchups, but you can't get a better heated-up night on the East Coast in these environments where you get a hold of one, that ball's out of here. So are you back to home run derby tonight? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not. I I need to give it a couple days here because, you know, it's funny, too. Running services and, like, betting and stuff like that, as I told you, the two days for Major League Baseball betting that I can't stand, the day of the All-Star break, which I went 0-1 on that Sunday because the Houston Astros couldn't hit, and then coming back, <laughs> I went 0-3 yesterday because there's no real handicapping prowess because you don't know the human elements. Who's in? Who's out? Who cares? Who doesn't? Boy, we're back at it. Oh, it's going to take me a few days to get my timing back. That's what happens here, and I think it continues all the way through this weekend where Monday for me, Kevin – should be back to business. Mm, interesting. I. Yeah, I
5: mean, I guess that makes sense, and that's kind of the hesitation I've had, kind of on the strikeout prop market. I, I think I had action Friday before the. When was the? When was the last day games even? What was that? A, a Thursday, maybe. Oh, they did play on the Sunday, and then they just. What was the last uh, uh, set of baseball before the All-Star? Yeah, Sunday. They played the Sunday, Sunday before n- the Derby?
3: Yes, of course. Yeah, they just didn't have a Sunday night game. They were all done by like, you know, 6 or 7 Oh, okay. O'clock. Yeah. So,
5: and I yeah, I hadn't gotten – I wasn't able to get involved during the weekend. So, like, my last uh, strikeout props were a week ago. So, one, it's just kind of like, all right, I haven't sat in front of the numbers, right, in a, in a week now. But I'm almost just like, is everything good here? Like, am I jumping into a landmine? Is stuff going to – blow up here you know like we've been doing good tracking the record and stuff like that like i'm not trying to get a man i got five things that match and it's just like a <laughs> oh come on i, I go one of four because they only let you darvish throw the ball 70 times because you, you know what i mean like i can't have that Donnie. i can't have no one can
3: have that so you're, no. you're right the, the territory feels a little uncharted By the way, 66 degrees out in Oakland today, which is like a hot summer day. But Spencer Howard Cole Irving on the mound to heat it up a little bit later on. So you know we'll get to that game and much, much more. And your calls,
2: 844-843-6879. Come on back sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com welding instructor
6: alex declare knows vr training platforms like forge fx help students master their skills There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
0: Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? that's the sound of all the sports you love all at once starting at $40 a month experience it all live with Sling Sling Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest but let me play devil's
1: advocate here let's see, so no, that's a good thing uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem uh, Reese's, you did it you stumped this charming devil uh,
3: All right, 20 on the gun before you get you out of here, headed into your own All-Star Weekends. I can't wait. I love the weekend. All fired up. Major League Baseball. DRS and the family will be down at the Philadelphia Phillies game today, taking on those Chicago Cubs. Hot conditions. Looked at that game, K-Dub. I really want to take the over. And screams under to me. Just screams under. I'm going to a game in Philadelphia, so hot that you are going to sweat right through your seat. And I can't think about just auto betting an over because I like the under tonight. Oh my goodness, man, that's a tough, that's a dilemma right there.
5: What are they doing with, uh, what are they doing with our boy? What's his name? Uh, Schwarber, though. What's he like? Plus 120 to hit a homer. I mean, going into those conditions
3: i got to tell you, it's kind of interesting, too, against lefties. So, Swerve is a lefty. He's mm-hmm. got a 219 ISO and only a 320 weighted on base percentage. Like, the oh. guy tonight on the season is Reese Hoskins, 304 ISO, 411 weighted on base percentage. Now, let's take a look at a 30-day split here for him. Look at – let's see this. I think, like, Schwarber just, like, pounds it around, right? Last 30 days, Scherma's got 26 at bats against lefties, a 120 ISO power number, and a 168 weighted on base percentage with a K rate of 27%. So it doesn't check out that well. And just like as I told you, like Hoskins on the season on fire against lefties, last mm-hmm. 18 at bats, zero ISO power number. Nick Castellanos, 16 at bats, zero ISO power number. Riomuto and Bohm actually have the best numbers along with Yario Munoz. 15 at-bats with a 357 ISO power number. So it doesn't look good here. Like, Steele's a decent pitcher. So is Kyle Gibson. And we know about the Cubs. That's certainly not a great lineup that they're bringing to town tonight. And if I told you, Kevin, one through nine tonight, not a single player versus right-handed pitching in that lineup has an above-average ISO power number. See what I'm getting at here? I'm not feeling the love in this game, even though I want to take that over. No, certainly not. Uh, I, mm-hmm. Now, that's, and that's sometimes like if
5: you're going to a ballpark, like I've, I've never been against going to a ballpark. I want a piece of the over. You have yourself a nice Yes, time, correct. Right? Yeah. But there's a difference between, hey, I'm going to the game, I'm going to ride the over, and, hey, crunch the numbers, plays the over. There, there's a big difference. Uh, yes. And obviously, what you're talking about here is it. it just doesn't look like the play, the right play would actually be the over the way the the numbers based on. So let me, let me push it to you like this. I know you said it's an undercard, but did you find outside of weather though? Because I almost feel like sometimes you're like, listen, I, I want to bet over based on these numbers.
3: Did any, did anything flash over where you were at least close to one? To to be honest, with like even like you know Baltimore and the New York Yankees today, told you what that weather conditions are. We know the big boppers in the lineup for the Yankees, and quite frankly, the Orioles don't have a trash lineup. It's a decent lineup, but it's Tyona Wells, and Wells is very good over like his past like you know six to seven starts. Where you look at an eight, how many times have we done this in the past, Kevin? Eight and a half Yankees down in Baltimore, got hot weather. The Yankees would be at eight and a half themselves (laughs) how many times they pounded the Orioles. But it's just not the case. There is one game I did take, and it's the Mets and the Padres. The total is seven. I think Shurz is going to be wonderful today, hot or not. Like an extra rest. He's been dominant off the I.L. Darvish has given – I mean, Darvish has been good. Four starts total of 12 earned runs given up, which isn't great. It's not terrible, though. But I did take a team total with the Mets today over three and a half. I'm figuring they win the game. So, Don, you know, why don't you just take the Mets? Well, Mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, pushing a minus 185 or so isn't the shrewdest move. Because if I lose that Mets team total and they get beat, what do I lose? Like 120 bucks off of 100. Okay, I don't want to lose like a 185 bucks off hundred there. If somehow Scherzer doesn't perform and the Padres step up, yeah. but there wasn't a lot. Same thing like Gausman and Ivaldi. You can't get a better game for weather today in Boston. And here I am looking at that game going. I can't take that. And it almost seems like to me a setup with Gausman. Only a 126 favorite here for me anyway because of how much he bats or how much he matters. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on over
1: there? What just happened?
3: Uh, With me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The...
5: No. Uh, <laughs> oh, I must have been accident. Like I was rubbing my eye. I must have been hitting the. My... I thought ah. you were laughing at yourself. I'm like, I nothing. Oh man, that my bad. Like my I was, bad. I was, tr- <laughs> I was
3: trying to get through the cab, and I, <laughs> I, I started call the Galsman a batter, but minus 126 here in that game. It's a good slate of games. I just wish it was tomato can heaven out here on the mound now. As I yeah. say that. Now, you brought up the, here's the point. It's DRS night, I like to call it. Maybe, maybe I'll show up on the scoreboard tonight. Well, let's welcome in uh, mm-hmm. on the right side from the Sports Grid Network. And, we'll you know, I get so. to throw out the first baseball. We'll see if that happens. But outside of that, talking about ballpark fair, are you a like, – and, again, I'm a guy, right? Back in my 20s and 30s going to hundreds of Eagles games over 16, 17 years, having a lot of fun doing that. I was big on tailgating, right? When I had the time and wasn't married and, well, I want to go down there. And I'm not a beer drinker by any stretch, but I like to, you know, have a couple Jack Daniels or, you know, a couple cocktails and enjoy myself and go in. But inside the stadium, even if I wasn't drinking before the game, I never drink at sporting events inside the building. I never, I don't like because I'm not a beer guy, but I know it's like a pastime. And I go to the game tonight and everybody has a giant beer in their hand at the game in the ballpark and buying beers. I'm never one of those guys. Do you go to games, couple, you know, beers, drinks, whatever, and, you know, let it rip with the fellas? I, I never, I've never been that guy. No,
5: because the, the, the there's a couple, especially if you're going to like a wrestling event as well, where you're really trying to mm-hmm. watch what's kind of yeah. going on there, is at some point you're going to have to hit the restroom. Everyone knows how it goes. And then kind of is that continuous cycle. I, I'm not even at the show anymore. You know what I mean? It's I'm, I'm online yeah. getting a drink. I'm out, I'm back sitting down. And then next thing you know, it's I'm at the bathroom and it's and it's cycling and cycling and cycling and cycling. It's not worth it for me, right? Like, I, that to me, I think maybe sounds more like a, a concert kind of a move. Or I, I think if you're doing a baseball game, like they can be laid back, but it has to be the the right like group plan and environment where you went cheaper on tickets. You're probably maybe even like walking around more than Uh you are sitting. And it's more just like, Hey, look, we're here. Right. And pay like, you know, 10 bucks to get in the building. And we're not all that worried about it where I guess it can make sense. But like if I'll put it to you like this, if you're going to something that you're looking to watch, it doesn't make any sense that you're getting that you're getting after it
3: like that. That doesn't make any sense to me. Now, also. I, I understand why it's done here, but in, like, you go out to a liquor store, and you buy like, a case of beer, you a know, six-pack of beer, well, whatever, right? You get more used to the prices of what they are, and that's market fair. But when did we succumb to, as a society, that it's like okay to go? And the reason I bring this up is you saw one of those reports, which was completely wrong on the prices at ballparks. Oh, when did we just become it. okay with Kevin? Like, let me just get a can of bud for $10. One can. When did, like, when was, like, I and it's mm-hmm. almost like that's just accepted at the game. How is that even possible? Because we know, like, with the government stuff, you're not allowed to, like, price gouge. When did that become acceptable? or Happening yeah. now, I could see if it was like, well, hey, look, we let it's BYOB. You can bring a cooler of beer into a Phillies <laughs> game, and we'll still sell beer for ten bucks because, hey, you're dumb enough you didn't want to bring it in. But yeah. we can't bring beers into the game. And the fact that it's become because it used to be like the joke, hey, man, five bucks a beer. Wow, six bucks. Every when does it end? Like in two years, are we talking about like sixteen ninety nine for a can of beer? Like, let me get four beers, keep the change on the hundred. <laughs> wow.
5: Yeah, pro- probably. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. Like, the one thing that, that's kind of unfortunate, right? Like you ever seen, like, uh, gas stations that'll be, mm-hmm. like, right next to one another? So yeah. They're kind of always keeping one another, like, somewhat sure. honest in on check. price. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, that doesn't exist in Major League Baseball. It's like, man, i will to a Giants game if they're giving me better prices. Like, I'm a Giants fan. I'm going to a Giants game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, man, I'm going to, I, I'm going to you know the the Dodgers game instead because their hot dogs are way cheaper than an Angels game. No, that's not how it works. So that's why they're able to do it, right? Because it's it sounds like ridiculous, but it is a, almost a monopoly because the only person that can provide Dodger baseball is the Dodgers, and so on and, and Oriole baseball and Met baseball and Philly baseball and Yankee baseball is those teams. So, yeah, they, they have the ability to monopolize and, and really charge whatever they want.
3: And it's crazy, too, because they're also the, the ballpark fare in the new stadiums has gotten better and better and better, which is great for the consumer because you used to be able to go to the ballpark. I'm talking about ballpark, like Veterans Stadium in Philadelphia, yeah. stale pretzel, maybe a decent hot dog. But no wide variety of anything, like, you know, Pizza Hut pizza that was made, like, three days ago, and you can buy, like, one pie, right, or, like, one, like, miniature pie, per se. But now you have a lot of things. And the reason I bring this up is, like, Shake Shack is at the ballpark in Philadelphia. My daughter loves Mm -hmm. it every time we go to the game. She gets a burger, some fries, maybe a milkshake or something like that, and it's like, you know, let's just say seventeen dollars. And you're like, okay, that's mm-hmm. cool, that's fine. But if that Shake Shack was outside the stadium, up the street, it's like nine dollars. So just because I'm at the ballpark, I pay double for That cheeseburger, but again, it's just accepted, and I can't remember like how it just became like okay. I'm not asking you for discounts, like hey, I paid the tickets and do all this stuff. And don't even get me started where I pay for a ticket to come to your ballpark in an empty lot, I have to pay $25 to park when mm-hmm. I go down there just to see your game. That's just another story, but my goodness, like you never because you don't go to like season ticket holders, I guess, for baseball. Like, do they even exist where you go to 80 games a year yourself? I mean, of course, you buy them, I'll split them up, 20 you, 20 me, yeah, 20, yeah, which is yeah. a lot. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm not down there all the time, so I sort of pay and move on. But the more you think about it, like, okay, uh, pizza's down there. $25 for a full pizza when it's like, you know, 11 or 12 bucks local. It's just pretty amazing how these prices have gotten so out of whack at this point. But also, what is your food preference at these games? Like, I love it. Like, I'll, you know, mm-hmm. you, look, give, I, I need a like, soft pretzel maybe a dog maybe a sausage and peppers wood ice, something like that What is your food stance here at events uh, it's 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 tough because I feel
5: like at times you're going generic but I, I don't love to eat at all the venues like it, it depends like like for you like you're going to the game tonight Yes. Y- is your plan to eat there? Like, is that your plan yes. of attack? Yeah, no,
3: yeah, yeah. we're not eating dinner then going to the game. Like, the kid likes ice cream, burgers. Like, she gets fired up for that type of stuff. And yeah. also, from an environment of you're going with four of your guys. Like, when I go to an Eagles game or when I went to an Eagles game, it was I'm in my seat, I'm focused on the game, that's what I'm there for, and I love it and I enjoy it, and it's great all four quarters. That ain't the same in a baseball game. Like, we mm-hmm. got pretty good seats. We'll be in there for an inning or two, around the stadium for an inning, Back to our seats, around the stadium yeah, for an inning yeah. and that's just acceptable. Now, granted, if it was a playoff game or, you know, a World Series game, you're not doing that. No. When it's family night, it's such a different environment. But I do I do like the food to see what's what, but I'm not one of those guys also. Because Philadelphia's known, Kevin, for cheesesteaks, right? There's a couple cheesesteak joints like in the stadium. They call it Ashburn Alley. Like most stadiums have this, like where all the culinary food is at in like one area. I wait in that line like 15, 20 minutes. So what, what are we doing here? Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not that guy. Like, I don't care how good the cheesesteak is. Let me take an inning and miss to get a cheesesteak or a pizza. He can't be doing that. The wait
5: for Shake Shack at City Field is, like, <laughs> out of control. We went once, and the middle uh, brother, like, he just, he came, but he really couldn't care less. Yeah. So, uh, like, like, he was sitting there dying like, with headphones in. I like, couldn't care less. He's like, oh, you want me to get online line for Shake Shack? Not a problem. Gone for, like, uh, four innings. Yeah, he, yeah. Time of his life. You know what I mean? <laughs> Worked out for everybody, though. Worked yeah. out for everybody.
3: Though. Always need that guy. Well, one more segment to come up here on Moneyline before we get you out of here on a Friday. Some picks. I got some picks, and I better be winning tonight. So let's get after it. Have some fun. We'll be right back, as we like to say, after these words
1: Breezes, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
3: Last segment of the week right here on the grid for Moneyline. Oh, did this week go fast? Hot, big-time weekend plans for you guys out there. It's time for some picks. and I get a three-pack today, which I need to go two and one, and I do believe I will do that, Kevin. First five under four. Angels, Braves, game number two, going right back to the well, and I like it. San Francisco Giants plus 125 over the Los Angeles Dodgers. I think I have the better lineup tonight in the matchup and the better pitcher, and I'll take the plus money here. And then I also took the Mets team total over three and a half at a minus 125 price. Are there any strikeout props? Are there any rampage props tonight what do we have <laughs> so I'm
5: um, I'm still battling the appropriate decision here on the numbers uh, with the strikeout props really because uh, I have a couple that would meet your you know kind of typical asking point there I knew by the way you and I this morning talked about uh, Charlie Morton Donnie mm-hmm. so his strikeout prop you gave the break you basically gave a strikeout prop right down this morning yeah yeah, I went from seven and a half to eight and a half now. And honestly, the under eight and a half would usually be a play. But this team is so bad that like he's like he'll strike out 10 through like four innings. And it won't surprise me at all. So I I hate to cop out. But I'm 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 away for the weekend as is, so I'm almost thinking of, of myself kind of for for everybody's best interest. Maybe I step back in terms mm. of strikeout props. Yeah, there's a couple totals I make get on in where I might play some overs. Because one thing that we talked about this morning, that Mariners Astros game, the Mariners own Urquidy hot Houston bats up against Marco Gonzalez, the lefty. I think that eight and a half's got some juice late night on the slate.
3: Oh, there we go. Juice on the slate tonight. Hope everybody out there cashes in some tickets on a Friday, Saturday, and a Sunday. Because as you know, we'll be back on line on Monday. and The question will be, did we hear any news on Deshaun Watson? And everybody will be in training camp by next week. Thanks for tuning in this week. For Donnie Wright, for Kevin and Christian behind the scenes, we're out of here. Have a good weekend.